All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. I had a hot and heavy play date full of passion, and I'm going to be sharing all of the details with you guys and Brian for the first time very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you guys have been on any other lifestyle sites, you may have seen that some of them are pretty outdated, pretty antiquated, making it difficult for you to focus on connecting with other people. And that's one of the reasons we love Cassidy. Its modern and clean interface makes it easier than ever to simply meet people digitally, find events, and all the other fun stuff you can do on Cassidy's site. So if you want to take all the guesswork out of it and just focus on the fun, you can try Cassidy free for an entire month by heading over to frontporchswingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to try it free for a month. We hope to see you at Cassidy.com. I feel like this was a good week for us in terms of balance. We've talked a lot on the show about finding balance in our lives, making sure that work, while it's important, is not all-consuming, and also that we take a break from lifestyle shit. And this week was a perfect mix of fun, naughty shit, vanilla stuff, and work. Yep, I do think we did a much better job, at least the last week, of just unplugging and just doing the shit like just cool shit that didn't revolve around lifestyle stuff which is a big fucking deal for us as of late especially yeah with all the craziness we have going on with all of the events we're already booking through 2024 at this point so yeah i mean just going to a pool party that wasn't lifestyle it was Optional, but it was at a you know, at the Lexi. Wasn't a hundred percent vanilla like you like to say. Right. It was vanilla bean. It was vanilla bean because there was lots of titties out. But yeah. yeah, it was not a lifestyle pool party. No, it was a uh, Cirque du Soleil was hosting a pool party. We were invited by the Lexi, which is was fucking awesome. We just got to hang out, and it, it was a lot of fun. And again, no lifestyle shit. Like we, no one cared that we were there or who we were. There was none of that stuff. It was just hanging out. Yeah, right? you and me focusing on each other and soaking up sun and yeah, nobody trying to flirt or any no. of that kind of shit. It was just so chill. It was so fun. We also took a half day off on Friday and we actually went to the Punk Rock Museum here in Las Vegas. So much fun. Which was a fucking blast. And then after that we did we did a, a lifestyle activity. Did not go swimmingly, yeah. but... It's really sad. I, I really wanted that thing to work. There's a, a group here that does like a meet and greet kind of thing. I think it's once a month, right? We've been to one. I think we went to like like their second one ever and it's been going on for a year they've done you know it's it's hung in there but man this was just unfortunate you know it just wasn't good and it, first of all it's not in a great spot it, yeah it, 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 frankly it's in a terrible place i was gonna say not great is it, it's uh, an a, it's a terrible place but you know what they've done or tried to do i thought was kind of cool but this was just not it wasn't a success it was frankly really sad is what it was <laughs> i felt bad we gave it a try. We supported. You know, we did our best, and I'm proud of us for that. Yeah. Well, also, the bigger part of that is, so we went to this thing. It started at, what, like 8 o'clock? Yeah. Right? So we we had to schlep to the other side of the fucking strip to go to this thing. Park. It's in a casino hotel. You know, you get there. 
We hung out for an hour-ish, hour and 15 minutes, and then we got the hell out of there because there was a very cool band playing at the Sand Dollar, one of our favorite fucking spots, and very much out of character for us. We were out till like one in the morning. I know. I was so proud of us. I felt like a fucking party animal, man. I wasn't proud the next morning. No, I felt like fucking shit the next morning. Oh my God. But it was a fucking blast. We also had pizza at like midnight. I mean, it was not our finest moment, but it was so fun. I mean, it really was. Like I said, I feel like this week, unlike pretty much any other week ever, we did a really, really nice job with balance. We stopped work when we needed to. We set boundaries with people, professional contacts lifestyle people that we are in contact with regularly hey we are unplugging you we are not available during these times and i'm really glad that we did that i feel like we need to do that a lot more often because i feel like it took this giant weight off of my shoulders and the other thing that you and i've been talking a lot about lately is the lifestyle is our business we love the lifestyle but sometimes that does suck the fun out of it so we need to be able to have that separation once in a while and i think this week helped a lot with that well the lines get blurred Yes. Is what happens. And honestly, now that we we pretty much took the whole week off lifestyle-wise other than work, and then, of course, you had your play date. But outside of that, that's really it. The rest of it was pretty fucking normal, vanilla-ish kind of shit. And now that we've done that, I'm excited about doing something lifestyle-oriented. Yes, me too. You know, where if when it's every fucking day, all day long. Also, let's be honest. It's been some frustrating days because, uh, you know, you're dealing with some frustrating shit when you're operating in this space professionally, dealing with hotels and club operators and doing all this stuff. Vendors, don't even get me fucking started on the weekend warriors versus those that really take this seriously. Like, it's very fucking stressful. And so I, when I have to deal with that shit, my head is completely out of the idea of being lifestyle active right you know yeah like the idea of meeting someone new feels like drudgery because it's like just one other thing you have to deal with so yeah yeah, i think we have done a much better job with balance and i'm very excited about this positive momentum right now that we have in the lifestyle i think it's going to be good and along those lines i do have a date set up this next week that i'm not going to tell you about right now okay and it is going to be very unique if it happens the, oh, the other thing I want to say, I on last week's episode, we talked about how I was very excited for this new guy to come over. Do you remember this whole situation? Oh, yes. I want to give you guys a little update on that because I it ended up being great. I, I invited over a play partner that I've been with several times, and we ended up having this incredibly passionate evening together, which I'm going to talk about later. But earlier in the day, I was supposed to have a play date with a guy that I had met at the club. Yes. The really tall, beautiful hunk of a man. Yeah, the guy you originally didn't remember when you showed me the picture. I'm like, how do you not remember this guy? Right. So we're literally talking probably two hours before yeah. he's supposed to be at the house. And he starts making some kind of weird comments. And so I, I asked him some questions. And one of the questions I asked him was, well, I just want to make sure you are a single man, right? His response is define single. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's not a difficult concept, dude. Do you have a partner or do you not yeah. have a partner? It's the opposite of not single. Like- he's like, well, I don't have like a dedicated partner, but I am seeing someone. I'm like, okay, cool. But she knows you're coming over, right? Well, no. Okay, then I can't fuck with you, dude. I can't. Yeah, yeah and it's unfortunate because I really did think this was a far more evolved lifestyle guy. And as it turns out, he's not, which is kind of disappointing. So you tell me, you're like, okay, so I don't have a play date. Uh, this isn't happening. I'm like, what the fuck well, just happened? And you and I were fucking revved up yeah. for it. We were talking about it. We were like dirty talking about it the night before when we were having sex. Yeah. I mean, this really fueled a lot for us. So it was disappointing. Luckily and thankfully, I have some amazing men in the area that have some pretty open availability. Yeah. And I made some shit happen, which again, we're going to talk about. But yeah, I mean, 
mean, it was interesting. It's been a long time since I haven't been able to sniff out that bullshit. I I truly believe I was just ridiculously attracted to this man and I let some things go by the wayside. So I have to take some responsibility. Yeah, but also the way we met him would not have lent itself to this being an issue. Came to one of our Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas events. We know people that know him, a lot of people that know him. There was no indication that this was going to be an issue. Like, not one. Yeah, I know. So it it really was kind of out of left field. I was super fucking surprised by it. Yeah, but I kind of let my guard down a little bit, too. You know what I mean? Because usually I am very thorough. My vetting is fucking perfected at this point. Well, you see, but I also think that this goes back to what we just talked about. We get so immersed in all of this for such a length of time that eventually shit just falls by the wayside. Yeah. And you're not on point as much as you would be if we were taking a step back a little bit more often and you know those kind of red flags would be more obvious yeah yeah i've i've enjoyed the opportunity uh, to not really be doing a lot of lifestyle stuff personally it's been a little nice little break and just doing shit that we like to do you know like we said the other day we were talking like when was the last time we went to see some live music yeah i know it was like like we do that all the time how the fuck have we not done that you know, so yeah, I I think it's important that you, we take those steps back because this would not have happened. Yeah, you get very wrapped up in shit. That's yeah. all there is to it. And I think, I mean, it's so funny. We have gotten on this podcast the number of times I can think of that we've sat here and said, we need better balance. We need a better work-life balance. We need a better lifestyle vanilla balance. We're, we're terrible at it. We're fucking horrible at it, man. Horrible at it. Absolutely. We get on a fucking path, man, and that is it. And honestly, what happens is for me, the more like shit that we have to deal with or that I deal with when I'm putting these events together and dealing with the vendors and the operators and all that stuff as the more like difficult that becomes the less in tune with the lifestyle personally I get which is not good no you know because now that we've taken even just a short break of a week I feel much better about it me too you know, so I'm, I'm curious to see how I feel in a month you know like <laughs> like I'm, now I'm eager like now that you said you have a date I'm excited about that I don't know anything about it but I also just bought you know some new experiences and I'm looking more forward to them. Yeah. You know, that's the, like the biggest fucking thing. So, I yeah, completely agree. All the vanilla. We were even planning, like this morning, we're going, we have some concerts planned that we that you saw. So just making sure we're doing that shit. That's yes. the big fucking thing. Taking time for the things that bring us joy. That's important. No question. Now, sex brings me joy. Don't get me fucking wrong. But there doesn't need to be a constant focus on meeting people for sex. Well, well, and not that there is. I mean, that sounds bad. I'm not saying that we sit here and constantly are trying to meet new people, but it is like we kind of work our lives around play dates and around potential meetings and around events, and and we need to just maybe not do that quite as often. Well, the truth is, for me, I I don't like meeting new people all the time. For me personally, it's a fucking chore. I don't like it. I like my the regularity that I have created. Yeah, but also we would literally operate our entire week around your play dates. Right, which is because also you not had, good. Because you had play partners that had very kind of strict schedules. Yeah. And so there were very small time frames that you could meet them. So it was like, okay, we wanted to go do XYZ on Wednesday, but Wednesday is the only day you have available to see this person. Right. So now that goes out the window so that you can spend time with them. And I think that that kind of left a little bit of a sour taste in our mouths to some degree well yeah because we missed out on some other stuff and of course for us once we take like a day like in the middle of the week it throws everything off and now we're behind yes so now we're not going to do that we're ahead of schedule we're going to stay ahead of schedule because that's really the only way we can be on schedule yep right i mean it just makes sense so when we know we have stuff planned out ahead of time like a concert or a date night or whatever 
we know where we need to be before we get there so we don't end up fucking ourselves by by being behind two days, yeah. which does not take much. The other thing that I'm really excited we're doing, and we might have talked about this a little bit last week, but we are going to Hot Wife Palooza 3, yes. which is happening in Tucson. It is not our event. It no. is being hosted by friends and amazing people, and we want to go and support them, obviously, yes. and we're so excited to do that. But I think that's going to be really important for us because we have never been to a Hot Wife Hotel takeover other than the one we hosted ever. We've gone to other Hot Wife events, but they're, you know, four hours. And right. and even that we haven't done since we were in Florida. Well, we also have not been to a takeover at all, ours or otherwise, that we have not been working at, at uh, on some level. Right. That we hosting zero. a meet and greet or hosting yeah. a pool party or hosting a seminar. We or... have zero responsibility in this. They just asked us to come and hang out and party with them. So we're going to go and support them. I would be happy to help, but I'm thrilled that I don't have to. Yeah. You know, we're not doing shit. We're going to drive there. Spend Actually, we're going to spend an extra day getting there so we can spend the night, just the two of us, get there, hang out, enjoy the fucking event. And Have then some leave. balls in my mouth. Yeah. And then we're just going to enjoy <laughs> You're it. missing and the most important thing because I'm going to fuck that weekend. Well, that, I think I'm that's gonna a given for everyone. I'm going to be in fuck mode that weekend. Yeah. Well, again, but why? Because we're looking forward to something that we do not have to have any professional involvement in. We're it, just going. I am just, there's this like fucking lightning bolt going through my body when I think about going to this event. I'm so excited to dress for the themes. I'm going to pick out some new sexy swimsuits. I have a new piece of body chain jewelry that I'm going to wear because it's optional. I think it's actually nude. It is. So I'm super, I mean, I'm just, I have this passion for this. I'm so excited. Yeah, listen, I'm looking forward to being naked in the sun and not having to do any fucking work. It's a couple of weeks before Pod Bash, which is going to be a nice break and just kind of to, you know, recharge, decompress and get ready for the crazy, which is going to be insane. And so it'll be nice just to not fucking do anything. I'm so looking forward to that. I can't wait. Me either. Oh, I cannot fucking wait. It just, you know, it just feels like there's no weight on on your shoulders. <laughs> I just want to go and party. I can't remember the last time we did that. Yeah. So if you're going to be there, you're going to see party, Brenna, let me tell you. For sure. You're yeah. going to see tits out. Fucking all weekend, Brenna. That's yeah, what you're going to see. I am fucking pumped up for that. I'm so looking forward to that. Oh, but can't yeah, wait. Doing the fun stuff. Like Even yesterday, we just went shopping for the first time together yesterday. That was so nice. Yeah, you never go clothes shopping with me because I'm a nightmare you're when it comes to that. fucking nightmare. But I really did try to make it nice and easy. There yesterday. are two Brian's I do not like. Shopping Brian and packing Brian. Yeah, Every other fair. Brian is the best fucking Brian out there. But those two fucking things. But yesterday, you were a delight. Yeah, well, because I, I told you, we, got to, we, we never go to the mall. First of all, we never go to the mall together because both of us i hate it first of all i fucking hate going to the mall but we needed to pick up a couple of things you and i are the worst about that because we'll go through all the trouble of going to the stores and be like eh, i didn't find anything and we wasted fucking hours for no <laughs> fucking reason so we went i was like okay we are both buying clothes today this is happening just shut your fucking brain off Find something you like, and we're we're just doing this. And we did. It was really quite nice. And then we <laughs> left the fucking mall and continued shopping when we went and had uh, dinner. And so, yeah, it was, it, again, just taking your fucking mind out of that shit and not getting so fucking worked up over it. I completely agree. You know, just agree. simple fucking shit. It was really nice. So I have quite the single guy tip of the week this week. I shared it with you this morning. It's so crazy. It is shared by a listener of the show who obviously gave me permission to talk about it on the show. And I'm not going to read like the pleasantries at the beginning of the message. I'm just going to read the story of what happened and then we'll discuss afterwards. Yeah, just get to the meat and potatoes because there's so much going on here. 
Okay, so basically she starts off by saying, so everything started off really well with this guy. He was communicative and transparent, digitally, friendly in person, and looked exactly like his photos when we met him. He even picked up the bill for our drinks, stating that he wanted to show his appreciation for us taking a chance and meeting him. So I decided to set up a play date with him after that first meeting. My husband took the kids out for the day, and I invited this new guy over for a swim and a fuck, (laughs) which I love. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, very clear cut. (laughs) I made a picture of margaritas and we hung out by the pool. Everything was going so well. I did notice that he had snuck away a few times to fill up his margarita, but he never seemed intoxicated in the slightest. We started making out in the pool. Everything was going super well. I asked him if he wanted to take it to the bedroom and he said yes, but he would need a few minutes in the restroom first. I pointed it out and told him I would wait upstairs in the bedroom for him. The bathroom he is using was using was is directly underneath the master bedroom. And next thing I know, I'm hearing violent vomiting from the bathroom. Never a good sign. <laughs> it lasted for what seemed like forever. When it finally stopped, water started running, and then I hear him start the trek upstairs. I figured he was coming to tell me he wasn't feeling well and needed to leave. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He came in the bedroom and very confidently said, are you ready for me, baby? As he pulled out his cock. I cannot (laughs) even describe to you how many things are wrong with this entire fucking story already. I couldn't control myself. I burst out laughing. When I finally collected myself, I said, I heard you downstairs and I'm not exactly turned on at the moment. He got very defensive and said I was being judgmental. After some hurled insults, he said he was calling an Uber to come pick him up because he was too drunk to drive. No shit, Sherlock. Wow. You mean you found it odd that a woman who heard you vomiting in her fucking toilet is no longer aroused at the idea of fucking you? I cannot imagine why. Could you fucking imagine? Well, but I told you what this is about. We'll get into it. But I told you how this goes. Okay, well, here's what I want to say first off. This is not like an isolated thing in the lifestyle. We have met many a single guy that I firmly believe are lifestyle single guys. Like, they're lifers. That's how I described it to you. And to me, there are two types of lifers. These are the guys that you know you're going to meet if you meet them five years from now they're still going to be single guys in the lifestyle yeah we know those guys and there's a portion of those guys that will be single forever and operating in the lifestyle because they have other priorities besides being in a relationship we have a friend for example who is an avid traveler and he loves to go to new cities and he's constantly going to different countries and different lifestyle events and he has pockets of friends all over the world and that is his passion he doesn't care necessarily about being in a relationship because he understands that it would be probably difficult to find someone who wants to travel and is able to travel as much as he is. And obviously, like, if they're not able to travel, what, they're going to sit at home while he's off all the fucking time? That doesn't usually work out. So he has just prioritized that portion of his life. And that makes total sense. Then there's another portion of single guys that are lifers in the lifestyle that are single because they can't maintain a relationship. They are completely incapable of being committed to one person for a number of different reasons. A lot of times it's alcohol or other substances. Well, it's really being... Uh, immature. You're just not, you have not evolved yet. We Man know those children, guys. that's yeah. what I call them. We know those guys. And this story isn't over, by the way. There's still more to this. Well, so basically what ended up happening is he comes and picks up his car the next day, doesn't like, you know, approach the house or anything. She right. just sees him outside taking his car away. And then he texts her like an hour and a half later and asks if basically he can have a second shot. Yeah, I, you know, had a moment of weakness, had a, you know, momentary lapse of judgment, but, you know, I'm a really good guy and I hope you'll give me a second chance. And she's like, are you fucking serious, dude? Yeah, see, here's the problem. This is this is the part of this, this story that these single guys never fucking get. First 
of all, let me start from the beginning. You started out okay, apparently, because you were impressive enough to both this woman and her partner for her to invite you over. You said it earlier. Now, even if he just had two, three margaritas, it sounds to me like you had, you were drinking prior to that. He was pre-gaming, yeah. probably because he was nervous. Pr- exactly. And you overdid it because, as we now found out, this guy's 39 years old. You're a fucking adult. Yeah. You know at this point, or should, how much you can tolerate in terms of alcohol before you are hur- just hurling in the fucking bathroom, right? <laughs> so you've got to know what your limitations are. You clearly exceeded that limitation. Not only did you then make a fucking idiot of yourself by getting sick in this woman's bathroom, you double down by going upstairs and expecting her... And whipping your fucking dick out and being like, are oh, you ready to fuck? Yeah, expecting her to be all fucking worked up over this, only to find out that she is not turned on, shocking no one, <laughs> and then insulting her on top of that. She did not say exactly what was said, but you can imagine whatever it was simply wasn't pleasant and totally uncalled for, only to leave with your tail between your legs, come back the next day, collect your shit... And then try, foolishly, to ask for a second chance. Look, there are there are so many fucking mis- missteps here. It's <laughs> it's hard for me to even wrap my head around. The bottom line is, you're a fucking grown ass man, much like the guy that reached out to you and you've been communicating with, and <laughs> and he drops off the face of the earth at, like at six o'clock so, every night, yeah, only let, to come back at two a.m. Let me tell that story because I was talking to a guy, very attractive guy. When we were communicating, it was always during the day, but he was very you know communicative and seemed very intelligent and respectful. And then all of a sudden at six p.m. he would just drop off the face of the earth and I'd wake up in the morning to a text message that he had sent at like 2 or 2.30 in the morning. And in my head, and it happened, you know, a few nights in a row. So finally I'm like, clearly you're a fucking married dude because something's going on that's the only reason i could come up with why from basically 6 p.m to 2 a.m you are unavailable to return a text message yeah you're getting home at six your partner's probably like a shift worker of some kind she's gone or she's asleep and that's when you decide you're going to return text messages so i called him out i was like i'm getting the sense that you're probably a married dude and i don't do that and he's like i promise you i'm not married it's just that i de-stress from work by playing video games Like the second that I get home, I start gaming and nobody can get a hold of me until I'm done gaming. Yeah, that's that's that might even be worse. You're a a fucking man child. Like, (laughs) listen, how old is that guy? He was 40. Yeah. Again, so you got a 39 year old and a 40 year old. A 39 year old cannot figure out how much he should or shouldn't drink and has terrible fucking, you know, his all of his decisions making skills are suspect. And then this fucking grown ass man at 40 years old is strapped to a video game machine. Like, what are you doing? For six hours at a time to the point that he can't even take a pause and send a text message i mean i just can't fuck with it i am and i'm not judging you know if you're a gamer or whatever i I am well i totally am you're a 40 year old man nothing is going to dry up a vagina faster than playing video (laughs) games for six fucking hours at 40 years old i'm just saying like if you're into gaming that's whatever you can be into gaming but when it's to the point that i can't even have a conversation with you you know i mean we're right in the middle of like this vetting process i'm trying to understand his experiences his interests you know the things that are on the table the things that are off the table trying to communicate my boundaries with him and i go six hours not hearing from the guy and i'm like 
what the fuck, dude? Only to find out that the reason that he can't have a conversation with me is because he's playing video games for six hours straight. I, I, look, uh, I can't think of anything that is a bigger turnoff to me than that type of behavior because it is very, very immature. I just don't, I will never understand that in grown men. I think once you are, uh, honestly, you're at a, I don't know, once you hit puberty, that shit should be over for the most part. <laughs> but certainly out of high school, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But now you're 40 and you're prioritizing that over essentially anything else in his life but for, for six hours. That's fucking insane to me. It's the same reason I don't play, I could never get into golf. It's a four-hour fucking process, just the game itself. That's a six-hour ordeal, to and from and all that shit. Who the fuck has time for that? <laughs> I never had time for that. I could never understand the guys that, oh, I'm, I'm golfing three times a week. What the fuck else do you do? Nothing. Like, that's 12 hours of your, of your week <laughs> taken up with this stupid game that you're chasing this little ball with this club. <laughs> I have no fucking idea what that is all about. But worse is the we video pissed game. off all of the gamers and all of the golfers hey, look, if, we've if, last lost half of our fucking at listenership least with the golf i get it you're outside <laughs> there's some level of interaction with other people that's like face to face and you know i'm not saying it's exercise because it's not but you know it's social right there's a social component so i can almost wrap my head around that the video game thing no 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 i can't that with the the overindulgence of alcohol only to have such little awareness that you think this woman should be now turned on and want to fuck you, and then to ask for a second chance. Here's the biggest part of that that we didn't talk about that you and I talked about this morning. I say it all the time. These single guys don't understand. There is another person involved. Multiple people, actually. This woman's husband had to leave the house with the kids and spend however many hours out of the house. So you fucked up this guy's day. Shit, he may have wanted to play golf. He wasn't doing that with the kids. Right. So you just fucked up his Saturday or whatever. No, not, you know, he's spending time with his children, but it's hours of time that these people could be together and you just fucked that up. So it's time, money, energy wasted. Yep. And then you have the balls to say, well, maybe I could get a second chance. You're expecting that guy to give you another fucking chance? Yep. N no way. Absolutely not. If this, like you asked me, like, well, what if that happened to me? Some guy came over, started throwing up in the bathroom. Well, first of all, motherfucker, clean it. And then second <laughs> of all, get the fuck out. Like, no, absolutely not. You have to have some more respect for people's time than that. Yeah, 100%. You know? It's crazy to me. I mean, I guess single guy tip of the week is is multifaceted here. Oh, yeah. The one big tip that comes out of it is know how to behave like a fucking adult before you get into this space because you're going to be dealing with adults who expect adult behavior. This is a woman who is married, who is a mother. She ha It sounds like, from everything I can tell, she really has her fucking shit together, wanted to have this fun experience, and you completely derailed her fucking day with your incredibly f ridiculous immature frat boy behavior yeah. so grow the fuck up like know that when you are going into these environments you have a certain level of responsibility to other people to behave well well yes and also be respectful of everyone's time and the chance that you've been given because it's not again not just this gal you fucked up her family's day Right? Maybe the husband and the kids had a great fucking time, but they could all have been together. Yep. You know, maybe he had other fucking plans, but he acquiesced and, hey, I want you to have a good time. I'll take the kids or do, you know, who knows how, what their structure is like. But to ask them to, to repeat that for you, there's not a chance that's going to happen. Yep. You know, not a fucking chance. So, yeah, you, single guys, you got to fucking do better than that. That's just terrible behavior. You know, and I'm just throwing this out there. If you're 40 and you're spending hours a day playing video games, uh, that's a conversation you should have with somebody because that's fucking crazy to me. I don't see that, especially if you're blowing off aspects of your life like the lifestyle. Wouldn't you much rather be engaged with people face to face? 
you know what's on or some fucking yeah on getting some your level, dick sucked <laughs> yeah I, like come on dude like i don't I, listen like i said i i am not interested in any of that shit as a dude who likes men if you tell me you're playing video games all day i've got no use for you well the other thing i'll say is like as a couple make sure that that's also part of the consideration that you're using if you're talking to someone i completely steer away from guys for example where i'm talking to them about their availability and their schedule or something and it seems like they're out partying hard every single night that's a recipe for disaster as i've learned i've had guys that have completely blown off dates that have completely ghosted me only to come back a couple days later oh i'm sorry i went on a fucking bender this weekend yeah went to a pool party got drunk all day yeah and then i you know then i went out that night and i you know i just couldn't get up the next morning like i don't fucking have time for that i'm a grown-ass woman yeah well also with responsibilities people have other shit to do and in many cases like ours like this gal's there are other people involved. You're fucking with other people's time. You know, and that's the thing guys really have to understand. That's the big thing. Guys need to be far more receptive to the idea that you are fucking with people's timetables and and really personal time. Or, you know, just fucking like see a therapist and grow the fuck up. Yeah, listen, There's always that yeah, option. If you're, yeah, if you're attached to the bottle or to a video game console, you probably should see somebody. Jesus Christ. Fuck out of here with that. At 40? No, absolutely not. No, no, sir. <laughs> so anyway, I'm moving on to a gentleman who has been very adult up to this point. He's got his shit to And I've had some real adult fun with him. This was a really interesting play session, though, because this is the third time he and I have been together. But this was by far the most passionate, heated time together. And it has some really interesting elements to it. So I'm going to be talking about that very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Beducated. I am so excited that these guys signed on to be partners of our podcast because what a cool service. I've been hearing about it from friends for years. I've heard it on other podcasts and I have finally got to got to experience it myself. I've taken a couple of the courses. One that I have coming up that I'm so excited about is a squirting course taught by sexpert Lola Jean. It will help you learn how to squirt with and without sex toys. What is squirt and where it comes from? myths and concerns about squirting and the anatomy of the pelvic floor. There are all these amazing video tutorials that keep you engaged and learning throughout the course and it's just so much fun. So whether you feel like you know everything there is to know about sex or not, trust me when I tell you there's going to be a course on here for you. Everything from breast play to how to use different toys in different ways to different types of penetration and how to really provide as much pleasure for your partner as possible. There are so many different ways to learn how to be more confident, more pleasurable, more fun in the bedroom. And if you just want to build your confidence around sex, this is a great way to do it as well. We love our listeners and we want them to have the best sex possible, which is why we're so excited that Beducated is offering our listeners 40% off of a yearly subscription. All you have to do is go to beducated.com and use code FRONTPORCH. You'll get a one-day free trial to try it out for yourself and 40% off of the yearly pass. Again, that's beducated.com. Use code FRONTPORCH. I'm also going to have a custom link in the show notes for you guys to click on easily so that you can get right to it. It, There's no risk. There's a 14 day money back guarantee and all you have to do is go to beducated.com and use the code front porch for 40% off of that yearly subscription. 
This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. There are so many different things that us lifestylers need when we go to lifestyle events, and I don't like relying on the clubs or venues to provide them. I want high-quality products that I know are going to be skin-safe and are going to allow me to experience as much pleasure as possible. You guys have heard me talk about the fact that I have very sensitive skin, and I have to be really concerned about the different sexual wellness products that I'm using, especially lubes. So I love the fact that Promescent offers organic lubes with high quality ingredients that never leave me feeling itchy or with rashes or any of those other uncomfortable sensations. I personally love their hybrid lube. It's the perfect viscosity. It never gets sticky and it just allows me and whomever I'm enjoying my time with to focus on the pleasure. And Promescent has a ton of products like that. They also have massage oils, once again, that are body safe and able to be used by people of a lot of different skin types, and they smell so good. So if you want to check out all of Promescent's bedroom wellness products, stock up on your swinger bag essentials today. You can do so at a 10% discount when you go to promescent.com FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com FPS for 10% off of all of their amazing bedroom wellness products. Let's be real. Going to a doctor is already kind of unpleasant. When you are going because of a sexual wellness issue like ED, it can be really embarrassing and uncomfortable to sit in the office, look someone in the eye, and tell them about all of your sexual issues. Yeah, that's not fun. Why not make it a lot less stressful by doing everything online? And why not make it as affordable as possible? That's where Shameless Care comes in because Shameless Care offers you the ability to fill out quick intake forms and, if accepted, have ED medication shipped directly and discreetly to your door. That is it. No awkward doctor visits, no awkward conversations conversations and no crazy amounts out of pocket to be able to get this issue taken care of. And let me tell you, ED is really common in the lifestyle. So if it's something you suffer with, there is no reason to be ashamed, but there's every reason to get it taken care of. Right now, you can get $30 off your first month of ED medication by going to shamelesscare.com and using our promo code FPS at checkout. That's shamelesscare.com promo code FPS for $30 off your first month of ED medication shipped discreetly and directly to your door. You know, it's interesting. We've been talking a lot lately about play partners and regular play partners and having more of kind of the random fun and what makes things exciting and interesting for us. And I think there are certain people, especially when you're fairly new into an interaction, when you're still learning them, you're still feeling them out. And that alone is exciting enough. You know what I mean? For sure. It doesn't have to be this crazy off the wall experience to be able to really feel a lot of variety in a play session. This particular gen- gentleman and I have played together three times now and every single time has been completely different and this one especially so yeah it's nice when you have again there is some i some comfort in that regularity but not so much so that you miss out on some of the newness right exactly the variety is what's exciting to me in the lifestyle one of the things you and i've been talking a lot about is making sure we're sprinkling in both because yes it is nice to have the comfort and the trust of you know i know this guy's gonna come over he's gonna be respectful he's gonna lay the fucking pipe and it's gonna be a good experience but you know, I also don't want to get into ruts with people because I feel like we've done that in the lifestyle several times and it does kind of suck the fun out of it. I still want the variety. And this guy, I feel like is a good uh, candidate for a long-term play partner because there is a lot of variety in his play. He's very versatile as a lover. Well, yeah, no, there's, again, that's the, that's like the, the dichotomy that I run into. It's like you enjoy someone so much 
and then it becomes very regular uh, and almost routine, which is a comfort to me. But you, you do miss out on some of that spontaneity and newness in different experiences. And it's definitely where I struggle, for sure. Yeah, well, I guess my point in saying all of this is he and I have had a conversation since this third play session about if we are going to continue to play together, making sure that we do switch things up, making sure that we do introduce new things. We've kind of set this base now, this foundation, and I feel like we can go off in a million different directions with it. And this play session that I'm going to talk about today is proof of why he's the perfect person for that. So I'll set the stage for you guys. I invited him over again after canceling on the other guy because he wasn't going to tell his girlfriend that he was coming to fuck me. Right. And to this guy's credit, I mean, you didn't give him a whole lot of time to like say you just basically like, hey, plans fell through. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it was early. This was right. probably like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I just said, hey, you know, my day kind of freed up. If you have any time today, let's get together. And I said, if not, maybe we can get together another day this week. And he was so fucking funny because he's like, uh, I will drop everything to come fuck you. And I was like, yes, I fucking love that. Yeah, he said, nice. I mean, the only thing he was doing was going to the gym. But still, right. like, it was nice that he was eager to see me and excited. And and I think that he, what's really interesting, too, is I never text this guy unless we're talking about play. Right. Which is really fucking refreshing. I know that we've talked a lot about making friends in this space and, you know, and and having these very social interactions with people. And I see value in that. But there's also value in the idea of like there is no emotional energy required by this other than when we're together. You know what I mean? He's not texting me and telling me about going on dates with other people or asking my opinions or advice on things or, you know, venting to me about his work day. None of that's happening. This is just about fucking fun. And I love that. Yeah, there's some there's something to be said for that type of relationship also where it's very, you know, it's respectful, obviously. And again, it's familiar on some level and com- and comfortable because you get you know someone but it's also not like you're in another relationship exactly you know yes so anyway he i text him ask if he wants to come over he says yes i tell him i'm going to be in lingerie waiting for you and he said okay perfect he comes over i had actually i had put on a little sundress but under the sundress i had on a very slinky little piece of lingerie and he comes in i poured him a drink we sat on the couch together and the last two times that we've hung out at the house it has been very social in the beginning we spend a lot of time catching up and talking about what's going on in our worlds and and i i like that to some degree but i've also started to realize that I don't necessarily need that in order to want to get to sex. You right. know what I mean? Right. Sometimes it does kind of take away from it because it's like, oh, we're, I'm sitting here in a piece of lingerie. I'm excited. I'm ready to get fucked. But we're going to sit and talk about how your work week went. Well, yeah, you know? Especially when leading up to it, things are like you're, you're, there's a lot of hot and heavy texting or something going on. That could definitely cool things off. And, and there was exactly that happening as he's texting me, you know, an hour before. Can't wait to have that pussy again. I loved how wet you got last time. I can't wait to experience that again. He's like, I want to choke you with my cock. And I'm like, yes, please. So anyway, we are literally in the house together for maybe three minutes. I had poured us each a cocktail. We were sitting on the couch and we just fucking went at it. I don't even think I asked him like, how you have you been? Everything going well? He's like, yeah, absolutely. How about you? Oh, good. And then from there, fucking hot and heavy makeout session. And we are all over each other. He is touching all over me. He's pulling my sundress up in the back, rubbing on my ass. Then I, of course, I'm like, I want to suck your cock. He hadn't been in the house for 10 minutes and his pants are off. Not the, yeah, it's not the norm, really. Not for either of us, actually. I think I kind of want it to be the norm more often. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. <laughs> I like how easy it was. 
So anyway, he takes his pants off. He's already fucking rock hard from like three minutes of making out, which also turns me on. And this is a guy who I can tell 1000% is super fucking into me. That's the other thing. He's constantly paying me compliments. He's always looking me directly in the eye while he's giving me these compliments, talking about how nice my ass is, how beautiful my face is. I just feel like this is a dude who is genuinely excited to be fucking me. Yeah, there's some, again, I'd say this all the time. There really is something to be said for someone who actually wants to be with you and not just with someone. Yes. That's a big deal. So anyway, cock's now out. I start sucking his cock. He puts my leg, he literally lifts one of my legs up onto the couch. So I'm like kind of bent down. It's hard to describe, but I'm still sitting down, but I'm kind of on my side and I'm sucking his cock, if that makes any sense. He lifts one of my legs up to basically reveal my pussy, starts playing with my clit at the same time that I'm sucking his cock. And he's talking so fucking dirty to me while he's doing it. Again, this is not the guy I've experienced the last two times. This was fucking passionate. It was raunchy. He was saying things like, oh, that pussy's already getting wet for me. You're going to be ready for me to slide this cock in, aren't you? And I'm like, yes, I am. And he's like, good, I can't wait. And so, you know, I'm going back and forth between talking dirty back to him and deep-throating his cock. I have tears streaming down my face. I can feel the mascara starting to run. I mean, this got heated very quickly. There was very little build up this was not a, a crescendo this was a fucking punch right from the beginning yeah and this was a little later well actually it was kind of mid-afternoon right no this was like 7 p.m oh, right the other guy was going to be mid-afternoon yeah and I, I don't remember just exactly what i was doing i went somewhere and i thought okay i'm gonna i'm gonna need to like be gone for a while because usually you went to have is, dinner without me right this is usually a long process for you with this cat <laughs> so i was expecting to be gone for a while so anyway I you know he's playing with my pussy starts fingering me a little bit and I'm gushing wet I mean literally when I stood up there was a fucking wet spot on our couch a big one (laughs) I am aware and he was like I really want to fuck you and I said I want you to fuck me too so I took him by the hand we went into the bedroom again I still had my sundress on and I had the lingerie underneath so I ripped the sundress off I'm now just sitting there in my lingerie He's so funny. He's always fucking prepared just like you are. He has a whole pocket full of condoms, breaks them out, um, rips open a couple of them, sets them all at the end of the bed. I put a little thing of lube out so we were ready to go. Not that I fucking needed it in that moment, but we were just prepared because... Again, I I think both of us could tell from the lead up, the naughty texting and everything that this was going to be a wild fucking session and we didn't want anything to break up the action. There's nothing worse than having to fumble with a fucking condom wrapper. Like it's (laughs) you just just open them early. Or the guys that take like three minutes to put a condom on. I'm like, okay, this is officially concerning. Don't you do this regularly? (laughs) Why is this such an issue? First time out or what's going on? It's like inside out. Then they have to get another condom. It only rolls one way, boys. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, pre-opening them, it really does save a lot of awkwardness. So anyway, we're now ready. I lay on my back. He starts going down on me. And this man loves to eat pussy. And I can tell from everything that he does because this is like an experience with him. He is, for example, there's one moment where he's gripping both of my thighs and he's holding them in place very aggressively, very assertively. And he's giving me this mischievous grin as he goes down in between my legs. And the tongue action that he exhibited in that moment was otherworldly i mean he is doing like a figure eight around my clit around my like pussy every like just all over the place he's it's sloppy i can hear it slushing down there he stops at one point to tell me how wet i am and how sweet i taste and i'm like good 
And then he sticks two fingers inside of me, starts fingering me at the same time that he's licking my clip. I came so fucking hard. I I mean, literally, eyes closed. I, my back is arched. I'm, you know, I can feel all of the hair just standing up. I have, like, goosebumps from it. It was an amazing fucking orgasm. And I sit up, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and we both just start laughing. Face and he, looking like a glazed donut. A hundred percent. And he's like, I want to kiss you right now. I was like, fuck, I want to kiss you, too. You look fucking hot with my juices all over you. So I, like, kind of pull him up to me. We start making out. And this is where things get really fucking wild because again there i mean there had been very little buildup, so i think i i don't know why i guess i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure why this moment just like shifted for us but we're making out with each other i'm tasting my fucking pussy juice all over his face and he starts gripping on my neck and pulling me in closer to make out with me even harder and things got fucking aggressive from there he rips down my lingerie reveals my tits starts biting on them sucking on them slapping them i'm like what the fuck this is not the guy i've been with the last two times he was so and he's always been a confident guy but it was just so assertive and so sure of himself and zero trepidation about what he was doing in that moment just knowing that he was fucking driving me crazy i fucking loved that that alpha energy man it drives me insane well also just again one of those things to strengthen the idea that having someone who you with whom you play on some with some regularity he now is a little bit more comfortable right this is like the third time you've been together so he knows if if you're not into something you're going to tell him yeah you know and he, he probably has some idea of where the boundary is he knows he could go a little bit further obviously because he did so that only comes with knowing the person you're with well and a certain level of sexual intelligence iq i should yeah. say because the other thing is like when i think back to the first two play sessions i wouldn't call them aggressive in nature but there were definitely aggressive moments and i responded very well to them of course because i like aggression during sex it's fucking hot so i think he was picking up on that and like you said kind of upping the ante with this particular play session and it was fucking wild so he's slapping on my tits he's again like at one point just choking me pulls me back up to start kissing him again it was really really passionate and then he puts on a condom and i'm like i need you to fuck my brains out and he's like trust me i plan to did you ever get to the bedroom i don't even remember we're in the bedroom at okay this point. you got to the bedroom gotcha yes i w before when we finished when i finished sucking his cock we moved into the bedroom okay so we're in the bedroom i'm now on my back he gets on top of me puts on a condom slides inside of me i am gushing wet i mean there was barely even a stretch because i was so turned on by this whole thing it was so passionate i mean it was just like fucking zoop right in there <laughs> <laughs> and he did not start slow at all. He is fucking pounding me from go. Yeah, well, from that point, I mean, how, yeah, how, what are you going to do? You're going to go back to zero again? You know? Like, oh, my God. We're making out with each other. We're talking so dirty. I'm like, you like that wet pussy? You made it so wet. Do you feel how wet I am? And he's like, yes, it's wet all over this cock. And I'm like, I love that big cock. And he's like, good, because it loves your pussy. I mean, it was fucking raunchy. And the entire time that we're talking dirty, we're either like, he's either down like whispering it in my ear breathing into my ear or he's sitting up and looking directly into my eyes it was so connected and just like we were dancing to the same music a thousand percent we had this flow going that was just lovely you know there was one moment he picks up both of my legs i'm basically doing the splits in the air he's holding my legs down as far as they will go and just fucking drilling me i'm holding onto his thighs and basically pushing myself into him deeper it was so fucking hot and then he kind of lifted up my ass at one point lifted it up off the bed my legs are on his shoulders and 
so do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like butt off the ground, legs on his shoulders, and he's drilling me like that, and it was so fucking rough and hot. And then he rips off the condom. He demands me to sit up and suck his cock again, which I fucking happily did. I suck his cock for a little while longer. And again, he's talking dirty to me. Choke on that cock. I want to fuck your face. And I'm like, yes, do it. And then he puts on another condom, flips me over, literally flips me over, grabs my ankles and flips me over and starts fucking me. I was going to get up on all fours, you know, and like fuck doggy, basically. He pushed me down on the bed, so I'm flat on my stomach, and he enters me from the back. And he's pulling my hair, and he's gripping onto my ass while he is just burying himself inside of me. I came in that position. You know how much I fucking love that position. It drives me so fucking crazy. I came so hard, my entire body was shaking. It felt like an earthquake. You know how, like, you have those, like, aftershocks after an earthquake? That's what it felt like. I had this one crazy orgasm but even after that i could still feel myself like contracting and pulsating and and i think i pushed him out and he pushed himself right back in and he's like no i want to feel you come on that cock and i'm like yes you're making me come so difficult when you're you come that hard you just like just fucking firing a rocket out of there it's crazy <laughs> a rocket pussy i love yeah, it I'm you. <laughs> that's one powerful pussy man it's tough i mean it's so fucking strong that clench is so strong you're welcome yeah does it ever hurt sometimes Really? Yeah, it's tough. Dang. Yeah. I bet it probably even hurts even more with like a really, you know, super like girthy cock. Well, the le- yeah, I mean, the less room you've got, I suppose, but it's just fucking, it, it's tough, man. I, I, I've, I'm able to do it because I can sense it when it's happening with you most of the time. But like if you're riding my cock, it's very difficult to keep you in place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, I came up with a name for this guy because obviously we're going to see him more often. Okay. So his name is Cade. Cade, interesting. Okay. Yes, that's the name. Where did I'm... you get that from? I don't know. I just feel like he has this very kind of like suave attitude to him. He's very like, he's very confident in himself. He's very smooth, very smooth talking. So I don't know. I wanted to come up with like a very hip name for him. Okay. So Cade it is. We'll go with that. <laughs> so anyway, Cade <laughs> is still fucking me from behind. I come again. Then he pulls out of me and I'm like, oh my God, my pussy's sore. Because at this point he had been pounding me hard for probably a half hour straight and he's big he's not the it's not the longest cock i've ever had but it's super fucking girthy and i mean it hurts after a while yeah (laughs) i'm aware i we i know from when we played as soon as i got home so he is laying down on his back i take the condom off again i start sucking his cock again he starts very very lightly playing with my clit again from behind then he grabs onto my hair he basically like makes a makeshift bun out of my hair and he's using my hair to move my head up and down on his cock and basically force me to be face fucked by him which i fucking love it's so again so confident there's something so just assured of himself in that moment you know he didn't ask he knows at this point that i'm going to tell him if i don't want something we've had several conversations about the things i like and don't like and he's very aware of that and very respectful of that so he just feels comfortable to you know use my hair as a bun to fucking devour his cock yeah yeah perfect sense i love it so then i laid down next to him he had not come yet or anything like that 
And so I'm just laying down next to him and I was like, so what do we do from here? And he's like, well, I don't have to come. If you're sore, you know, we're good to go. He's like, I I very rarely come from oral, so that's probably not going to happen. But just know that I had fun no matter what. So we're laying there. We're kind of touching each other. He leans over. He kisses me on the neck a little bit. And then all of a sudden I'm revved up again, even though I'm fucking sore. (laughs) So I'm like, I really think you should fuck me again. And he's like, okay. So this time I turn around. I put a pillow under my hips. So my ass is angled up very well for him because I know he's an ass man. He loves the ass. So I'm like, you know, I would really like to have him come. I understand that that's not always going to happen in a play session. It doesn't always need to be top priority. But at the same time, I'm like, he's really provided me with a lot of pleasure. I'd like to do the same for him. So I decided I was going to present my ass to him and make it happen. Very polite of you. (laughs) So this is really hot, actually. I had both of my hands on the wall in the bedroom. And he enters me. I have the pillow under my hips. I am using the wall to push myself off of his cock. He's barely moving. I'm doing a lot of the work. I kind of start swirling my hips and, again, just using the wall to propel myself on and off of his cock. It drove him fucking crazy. There was one point he has both of his hands on my ass cheeks and he's just, like, holding himself in place while I'm fucking him. And he's like, this is one of the hottest things ever. He's like, you have no idea how hot your ass looks doing that right That's now. That's nice and uh, very comfortable position to be in with you doing all the work yeah 100 percent. yeah so that went on for a few minutes and then i was like i really want you to come for me are you gonna come for me and he's like oh my god yes and i knew he was getting ready to because his legs started shaking his hands were on my ass but they were like digging in a little bit even deeper i'm like this man's about ready to fucking bust and he did and it was so fucking hot because as he was coming he started dirty talking even more which that's rare i've had very few guys do that usually you're just so lost in it that when you're having that orgasm that's all you're doing is like moaning and having the orgasm he's literally having the orgasm moaning and telling me how amazing my pussy is and my ass is at the same fucking time so fucking hot yeah that's multitasking oh god i fucking loved it he's so verbal so anyway he pulls out from me takes the condom off kind of wraps it and puts it at the like by the edge of the bed and (laughs) we just both collapsed and laid there for a second we're sweaty i'm like we have a big mirror in our room and i kind of sat up and looked at myself in it i looked a fucking hot mess i had makeup everywhere my hair is fucking i had you know like it looked like i had a 70s hairstyle going on you know the hair just fucking everywhere frizzy all over the place it was so much fucking fun and we just laid there and kind of touched and kissed for a couple of minutes and then we get up and i realized there are condoms everywhere they were everywhere when i got home still condoms and condom wrappers fucking everywhere condom wrappers all over the floor all over the floor i mean i think we had only used i thought we had only used three condoms but there's more than that there's no way because there were more than that in the room there were three in the in the bathroom trash three wrappers in the bathroom trash and there was one next to the bed on my side of the bed on the floor (laughs) that you didn't catch so there was was at least four of them that i could see it was crazy it was like a fucking war zone like a condom war zone i loved it i mean it really was this was an example of us upping the ante trying something different with each other i have never experienced aggressive sex with him on this level again there have been these very little elements of aggression that have come out during our play sessions in the past but i would not 
categorize Cade as like an aggressive person and to be able to see that side of him and how assured he was of himself and again how he just didn't miss a beat it was so sexy to me I it made me want him immediately again he literally left and I texted him and was like I need that again soon that has to happen again soon yeah by the time you texted me I came home we got right after it you were super sore I didn't stop me by any means but you were super fucking sore and you were like oh yeah I'm gonna do that again very soon like that's happening again It was so much fun. And it really is. It's fun to be with somebody that you can bounce back and forth from, too. Because, like I said, we had these moments where we were giggling and silly with each other. Then these very aggressive moments. And then as soon as things ended again, it became this kind of, like, sweet time together. Like him kissing me on the cheek and telling me how pretty I am. And it was just a very multifaceted play session. There was a lot of different elements that all came together to make it feel just kind of special. I don't know, different. Yeah, that makes sense. So it was cool. I really, really hope to see him again very soon. And like I said... After he left, we started having conversations about some of the other things that we might want to do. We weren't talking about his work week. We weren't talking about what was going on in our fucking lives. It's almost like when I text him and when he comes over, it's a little bit of an escape from reality because we're not pumping a bunch of emotional energy into each other. We're not putting pressure on each other for anything other than fun and sex and pleasure. And so now it's like the juices are flowing. I have all of these ideas of things that we could do together. I presented a couple of them to him. He's very excited about it. He's kind of game for whatever, which I fucking love. And I think that there's going to be a lot of fun stories that come out of our connection as a result of that no he seems like it, but also i like the idea that he's trying to meet me like it didn't work out this time he i was not far away when you texted me but i i just you didn't know how far away i was and you didn't want to make him wait and so he didn't get a chance to meet me or i didn't get a chance to meet him but eventually i think i i will and it, um, i'm sure he and i'll get along very well i like the idea that he's respectful and wants to do that that's that's a big deal yeah absolutely he wants to meet you but he's also not the type that's going to reach out and be like hey let's go grab a beer can i take you right. to dinner tonight you know we've talked in the past about these longer term play partners and and how much fun that's been. But when I really take a step back from it and I think about it from a more logical perspective, I feel like a lot of times what it does is it puts a lot of pressure on the situation that is unneeded. It complicates things and it makes the sex seem less intoxicating I guess because it's like it's complicated by all of these other elements and I'm not trying to say that I'm never going to have that type of a dynamic with anyone again but right now it's very very nice to have a couple of play partners that I just don't have that with I just have these fun drama free interactions that are based on us wanting to fuck each other's brains out yeah like I said I think this week was a a really good indication that that's a direction we need to go where it's a little less of a formal thing and we can also sprinkle in our own shit because this week was really more of our stuff and then less lifestyle. Right. I only had that one experience, which was at the very, very beginning of the week. Didn't play other than that. And honestly, it was wonderful. It was wonderful to be able to have this one, you know, sprinkling of sex during the week. But the rest of the time was really about you and I and our connection and and finding a good balance. And it was it was a wonderful week. I'm very, very happy. And I feel very refreshed by everything that happened this week. This experience being, you know, uh, much the same. Oh, for sure. There's definitely something to be said for the balance. We I think we finally figured out that recipe. God, takes us fucking long enough. We are very slow learners when it comes to some Stubborn things, aren't with we? Stubborn stuff, man. Stubborn. We just like what we like. We get into routine and we enjoy that. I enjoy the rigidity of those things. And so for me, it's easy, but I do need to step out of that 
obviously. So Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to be sharing some additional details on the bonus episode this week. I also have a couple of other things I want to share on the bonus episode that I may not share on the show. I don't know, maybe ever, but it's a really good way for us to connect with the people that are supporting us on Patreon. We want to give them the tidbits that nobody else gets to hear because they have done a lot for us. They support us and they've made it possible to do a lot of the things that we're doing. And if you want to support the show, we would so appreciate you heading over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We offer more than just bonus episodes too. We also have a chat group, a telegram chat group where we talk to people daily about lifestyle topics. We share sexy photos. We just make friends with people. I mean, it's a really, really great place to be. So again, all of those bonuses available at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to see the naughty stuff, I have several play sessions that will be up on my OnlyFans. Actually, one of them is going up as we are recording this and I will have another one up very, very soon. And just some really interesting new sexy shit I've been up to with some very new sexy hot men. So if you want to see that, OnlyFans.com slash front porch swingers. want to remind you guys, we are like, what, 45 days or something like that away from Pod Bash? Less than that, I think, at this point. Maybe closer to just 40 days. We've got a couple of rooms left. We would really, um, we're looking forward to having the, the amazing single guys we have coming. Uh, but we do have a room roulette left for two single dudes. If you want to come reach out, we'll get you hooked up. But it's going to be a fucking blast, man. This thing is coming together. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, and again, if you guys aren't familiar with Pod Bash, I don't know where you've been, living under a rock or something, because we talk about it a lot. But Pod Bash is a full hotel takeover that we do. We invite out some of our other podcasting friends. So if you listen to some other lifestyle podcasts, it's a great chance to come out and party with them. But this is really turning into something amazing. We've put together some very, very cool things for that weekend. Things that you probably have never seen at a lifestyle takeover ever before. And surprises. We're not telling anybody until they get here. Yeah, yeah. So if you want a truly unique lifestyle experience and to come party with some of the nicest, coolest people from across the country, head on over to members.frenchporchswingers.com to see all of the information on that and you can see all of our other upcoming events there as well so we would love for you to join us for the remainder of 2023 for one of those events or all of them come for all of them yeah denver austin portland it's all happening hell yes and as always thank you guys very much for listening thanks everybody